It's so funny. I swear Jen's like a... She's a witch. She's like, hey, how's the podcast going? I'm like, we literally just started. Just started. Like, <laughs> I'm like, nah, she, she on that bruja shit. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate podcast. Episode six. Episode six. You know, give us a quick shout out for our consistency, though. <laughs> it's a lot harder than it looks. <laughs> Man. Go ahead and let this shit get off real quick. Did you go back and listen to that Amine? Yeah, actually, I had listened to that album a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I haven't returned to it, but it does bang, objectively. The one that he dropped before that as well was a banger. That was a banger, too. (laughs) But he has those types of beats. Like, they just slap, they bang, they're loud. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> but that nigga be flowing too. No, though. that's what I love about him. Like he be getting his, he be in his little bag. Kind of sounds boom bassish a little bit too. Like he tries that new shit, but almost yeah, yes, yeah. I would say so. No, yeah, his his album's really good. But well, I mean, this is perfect. Act right, you know what I mean. And we're starting off with a little bit of music. I tapped in with you earlier this week. Have you listened to? The new Spillage Village joint. I have. In full? In full. Twice. Okay, break it down for me, Chief. I'm throwing the alley to you. And I'm going to be honest because it's not something for me right now. Ugh. Like there was like some records I was like, okay. There was some times they were just offbeat. Um... That one record that Ari started with. Yeah. I don't ever want to see Chance the Rapper. Ugh. Like, like, I was just, I was just like, like, there were some records. Some obviously, Baptized is a good record. I love, 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 love the Mecca record. Oh, my God. That dude. Banger. He spaz on that second one. The minute he said he was an MJ in the Jays, I said, yeah. <laughs> Ran that shit straight back. Like, <laughs> that was... That was easy, but overall, um, it does feel soulful. It definitely has um, tones of of outcast that I do really like. I like all of those guys individually, regardless of whatever. I don't hate the project. Um, I just don't know how much I'm going to return to it, being brutally honest, brutally honest. That's that's fair. Um, That's fair. I'm going to be brutally honest. I fuck with it real heavy. It sounds to me, and again, I think this just goes to because I I, I really don't listen to a music a lot anymore. Like, if it's not like some older shit or you know some blues or some jazz, like I just really been on some old nigga shit lately. I just really haven't been searching for music, and I didn't realize that the group actually had more than. Jid and uh, Earth Gang in it. It's Jid, Earth Gang, Black, and a few other folks that are that actually create the whole group. I didn't know that, and so I was a little bit shocked. But if the project, I think the project is twelve tracks. If you don't count the intro, I think eleven music tracks. Out of those eleven, 
I'm probably giving it like a solid seven tracks that I like. You know what I'm saying? There's definitely some of them that I'm just like whatever on, but they're I can listen to them. But Mecca bangs, Baptized bangs, Hoppy bangs, Oshun bangs, Cupid bangs for me. So, and then like you said, the Outcast vibes. Like I I really fucked with it. It was dope. No, like I'm I like all those guys. So I mm-hmm. I am at that point where certain albums that come out for my favorite artists just don't have to be for me. Doesn't mean that the artist is lesser unless it's Dom Kennedy. But other than that, <laughs> okay, hold on, no, 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 Andre and Dominique listen to this whack ass shit. I screenshotted that shit so fast. I said, y'all can't wait to blast these niggas. Yo, explain yourself. Like, yo. Nah. I, okay, full disclosure, I did listen to it and I went in expecting trash, and that's exactly what I got. Mui Basuda. Like, that it it was bad, it was bad, um, and, and I, I don't know. I think so bad. Besides, besides the fact that you were expecting it to be bad, what was like so bad about it? Like it's, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's my fault. But Dom Kennedy for me, especially because I felt like he fell off so hard, is nothing but pure nostalgia. So anytime I hear something coming from Yellow Album, West Side Would Love Two. The earlier mixtapes, I can't even fucking think of the... We used to bang all them shits. And so, like, nigga, it, it just... It was so fly back then. Like, it was so fly. Like, he was my first concert. Like, bro, we've went, we've gone to every Dom Kennedy concert for every album, every drop, every mixtape, except for anything that came out past uh, Get Home Safely. And it, so why was it trash, man? I don't know. I just don't feel like he got the same, like the same energy. I don't feel like he approaches it the same. Like his flow is Garbino. Now it is. It is. <laughs> it's literally like you said, like that nigga be just talking and acting like he's saying some dope shit and not rhyming. That's what also makes it bad. No, I. No, and we see niggas like Derek on Twitter. Niggas swears to God. No. That nigga swears to God that Dom is just still. And I respect Dom because he's been on that independent type shit. But nigga, his music since Get Home Safely, trash. Yeah, I was just so fucking dead. I saw y'all niggas name there. I was like. They fell for it once again. When will they ever learn? <laughs> like Dom K, nigga, that meme of Bow Wow flicking that record straight out the window. Yeah, like his shit is out of here, dude. Like, and fast. No, <laughs> yeah, it it wasn't. His, his is trash. I did, and he had the audacity to make it like twenty plus tracks. I got to like, and mind you, after I got past like track three, I just started. Only allowing 30 second snippets. I got to 12 and nigga.
I pulled up the album and it said 2021, 22. Nigga, I deleted that shit out of my fucking library so fast, nigga. Let me get back to my jazz. Got me fucked up. Back, back to my jazz. jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get back to my jazz. And I was even the, uh, um, um, the Spillers Village. I was listening to this and I'm like, Dom just likes all this shit because it's so. <laughs> It's more of a history lesson that I can just write out. Like, I was like, this nigga's probably banging the fuck out of this. I'm, I'm skipping through this shit like a whole in church, nigga. I'm like, I'm like, record good, record not good. But I do want to listen to, I guess, artists I'm looking forward to. I want to listen to um, Flo Millie. I've been hearing a lot of traction about this chick. I haven't heard one song. I really don't know. I know a certain someone that bangs Flo Millie. I... David Hyphener. David Hyphener. I will say, Flo Millie shit, like, she be rapping. She can rap. But it's like sassy rap. That's what I call it now. Sassy rap, you know, bitches got attitudes. Bitches is making niggas do black flips, whatever. Like, it's sassy rap to me. But. but uh, let's slow down no, there. No, yeah, no, let's slow but down. She, for, for that type of rap, she, she, she spits. Like, it's also City Girl shit. I would say it might be more rapping than City Girl shit. Yeah, but not as like overtly sexual. Like she's very sexual in her shit too. I don't think it's she rap. Listen to a few of her tracks. She has like those. I'm just saying. I'm I'm gonna listen to her because. But I niggas have been hyping her up. I found out she was like fucking. And I could be wrong, but I could swear, like, I found out she was, like, 18, and instantly her rap started hitting different. She was, like, 18 or 19 or something. And for me, the rap started hitting different. A little young. A little young. Again, back to the pause. Back to that original pause, because niggas do it all day long. Roddy Rich is fucking, like, 19 or some bullshit. Like, we can't do that. I mean, you might not be comfortable because maybe you're not thinking about fucking her, but at the end but of the day, the day you're letting you're niggas get that same shit off, but worse. So oh, even no, sassy 1, rap is women rapping. Uh, Little Kim sassy, Nicki Minaj sassy, you know. So it's just still, even in this day and age, we're not used to hearing women rap. Oh, I one thousand. We're not comfortable with it. I think that's more of the word. It's like her being eighteen and you liking her music. Shouldn't really go. It shouldn't really coincide. It's just again, you know. It just, it just, and that's 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 just my ignorant guy shit. I'll let you know. I'll cop up okay. to that. Okay, yeah, because you like but, shit. What he, what he no, said that no, 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 because that said, nigga was. He said no. That nigga was nuts. He's ever heard, and I was just like, no, that nigga is nuts. Like, no, I'm not giving it up quite like nah, that. Yeah, I'm so. not giving it up quite like that. But I will say, like, I do, I do like her songs. Like, she can rap, so her shit is tight, and she got them like beats where the bass is just cranked too high. You can't control like. So her shit is dope, though. Her shit is dope. Any other? I was gonna say Flo Millie and. Who do I feel like I'm like whatever on? Ugh. I even feel nuts for saying this, but niggas be hyping up money bag, yo. And I know what kind of rap it is. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Sometimes I be turned. I'm like, <laughs> like, what's the sassy rap for niggas? 
Like, what would we call that? Like, what word would we use? Drake. <laughs> he on, by the way, he on his certified lover boy shit. Like, he got a heart in his fade. Like, he's on his shit. So, I can't. I actually can't even wait for Drake to Yo, talk. <laughs> he always he just impresses me with how much he's willing to the audacity almost. There's literally nothing he can do that just won't work. And even without being a fan of Drake, I'm not, I do not have him in my Serato. I do not listen to him on a daily, weekly basis, maybe even monthly. But the nigga just makes, it's good music, period. Like, you don't have to, like, like him or be a fan of him to just understand, like, I understand why this is just going nuts in the club or this is going nuts on the radio or you have a billion streams for all of your catalog, like. But I don't know, like the lover boy shit. He's just doing whatever he wants now. Like he's not even, he's just doing what he wants. He should have been branded this guy. He's already created this guy. Certified lover boy's been Drake's whole story. He's the only male artist that complains about shit that women complain about. <laughs> but he be like getting them backwards. Not like in my like he literally like. He bitches about bitch shit, but the bitches love it. So what am, what am I supposed to do? And he be low-key dogging them. Like, he be, he be getting nut shit off to women, and it just sounds like a great Instagram caption. So they, you know, they let it rock. No, yeah. So, okay, so we got Spillers Village. Reason is getting ready to drop, I think, next Friday. I did see a little bit of Reason. Um, and we, we kind of oh, called that. Oh, um, Freddie Gibbs just posted a picture with Schoolboy Q in the studio. He said that he said they got a record. Oh yeah, yeah. no, nah, I need that because Ugh. literally Schoolboy Q will not be able to half step on that. Not with Freddie. But Freddie is just a perfect nigga for Q. You know what I'm they saying? They could come out with a whole. Quite frankly, they could drop a whole project. No, so I feel let's like stay on that. Let's stay on. I that. feel like Freddie Gibbs and Schoolboy could drop a cool oh, eight tracks. Freddie also got a record with Big Sean. I'm not. I'm excited to hear Freddie. I don't know what Big Sean talking about. I heard, like, I saw a little snippet I could show you after, like, you know, Freddie was rapping fast, Sean was rapping fast, like, it had a bopping beat, like, it could be a I smash. feel like anyone who gets on a track with Freddie, they know is not going to be any shortage of rapping. Like, that's all Freddie does is rap. Like, rap, rap. Yeah, um, so Freddie, Big Sean, Freddie, Schoolboy Q, um, what other music is out? Ari Lennox just dropped a new track. Oh, really? Chocolate pomegranate. Yeah. I I gave it like a quick 45 seconds. It sounded pretty good. Um, but I do really love Ari's music. Her last album, Shea Butter Baby. Well, she's the SZA effect right now. His one album. She's from a really good team. She's a better singer, though. I think. I don't have nothing to say for that. Hmm. I think That's they're. Fair. I think they just sound different. Mm. Ari's, Ari's more old school as far as notes and tones and yeah. how she wants to carry stuff out. SZA kind of gets away with talking, singing. Yeah, I think. But she That's pitches. She has like a crazy pitch. I don't know. That could be true. Maybe they're still both. I mean, they're still both great. Okay. Goddamn motherfucking ring. Seriously, she could be that. No. Maybe she could. I'm really excited for SZA. I'm hoping that they just didn't second guess a lot. And because I saw she was like frustrated, I was like, oh, we might have like another good album. Like, 
So are we going to get the trifecta this year? Drake, Kendrick, and Cole dropping in 2020? I mean, this is... We won't get Cole. It, quite frankly, I feel like is all of their climate right now. I feel like they all have a bag for what's going on. I don't want to hear Cole. (laughs) (laughs) He had a great last year because he was on Features. Yeah, he, I mean, he literally he ran up 2019. I'm not even. He went from 21 Savage all the way down to creating his own team thing in two weeks. Like the nigga smoked it. But when it comes down to his shit, if you listen to Cole's records, he be sounding self entitled like a motherfucker. Even that yes. Snow in the Bluff record or him getting that no name. Like, what are you crying for, dog? Like you're top tier status. Enough, enough. And that's the difference between Cole and Kendrick. And niggas yeah. know that. No, and I agree in, yeah, because even, well, I will say that even regards, like, I just saw a lot of weird takes around that No Name shit, and it's like, I follow No Name on Twitter, and I've seen her kind of, like, transform into, like, what people try to clown her for now, like, this radical person, but I kind of feel like when people go through that, and they actually have stuff to reinforce it, or they're creating new things, and they're trying to create consciousness... Like, that's cool. You know, their delivery and their message might not be the same, but also at the same time, like, Drake getting on, or Drake, Jesus, J. Cole getting on the track, and, like, I felt like he rapped really well. Like, I felt like he did a good job rapping, but then at the same time, it's like, bro, like, we're, you, we're just so beyond the, the uneducated nigga that needs to be talked too nice, otherwise you're going to turn. All that shit was whack. So I feel you. He does kind of have that, like, that air about him, like, but I'm just saying it's still him, Kendrick, and Drake at the top. So if we got all of them in, in the year that 2020 has been, that would be kind of dope. I for sure want to see Kendrick um, pause, drop his album, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, shit, man. You just be walking. <laughs> And I thought, like, it could go by, but I was like, nah, nah I had yeah. to pause that. <laughs> I had to. You'd be walking right into nah, yeah, that was, it. I was so dead at that. That was stupid. No, that, that's cool. So, you gonna make me ask? Yeah. Did you listen to Tori's album? <laughs> Daystar. Is that his real name? Yeah, I guess so. That's the type of nigga that probably changed his name at like 21 years old. Like, I'm going to kill him with this nigga, Daystar. Um, No, I did not. I mean, I never listened to Tori's music prior, but <laughs> like I was saying about bitch nigga shit in the last pot, that was so fucking corny, bro. And I'm not going to listen to it. And for those of you niggas that did listen to it and swear that he has a good point to make and he's talking about this or that, I heard one snippet on Twitter where that nigga said, motherfuckers talking about I'm 5'3", nigga, I'm 5'7". And I was like, oh, yeah, I already know where guy's head is at. This nigga is so far gone. That shit was corny, bro. Absolutely corny. I mean, I've oh, I heard some snippets on Instagram and nigga said he didn't shoot her. Or if he did, how come you ain't losing no tendons or no bones in your foot? Or 
of course he was claiming all then he had a couple love songs she broke his heart he fell too fast and that's that's the crazy part like, <laughs> yeah like yeah oh yeah you in love like, now what? you in love now like a motherfucker because you in trouble <laughs> but like bro you guy wrote this album in the span of two months since it happened oh no nah, see Whoa. oh no nah. yeah for me it was like like i said i was honest and whatever but I, it's I, like for you the first time you've spoken in two months and you dropped it like i was laughing it wasn't funny but i was laughing because seriously the the audacity but i literally told you i literally told you He's still gonna try to market himself, and that's, and that's exactly, exactly what he what did. He's, he's like, all right. But an album? Yeah, yeah. he makes <laughs> music. There, dude, dude. People, people, seriously, dude, artists will do whatever. Ray J's wearing a hat. He turns it ten different ways. Now Ray J sells hats. It's seriously, it's that easy. So, yeah, they're gonna do like whatever it takes to make that moolah. Guess what? Them niggas said he was number one on Apple that week. No, and I've just been just seeing off the a. Street. And I, but you know, I, I, I just been seeing a lot of you niggas get some real nasty takes off. Like the amount of hoops that niggas will jump through just to dick ride someone they don't even know is nuts to me. That that album was Tory's statement. So all of this shit about I don't know that. Bro, that shit was absolutely corny, and quite frankly. If that album did anything to make you feel better about who that nigga's been presenting himself to be, you're corny too. Straight up. That shit <laughs> that shit was corny. That shit was nuts. Fucking Daystar. Daystar. That shit was nuts. Yeah, crazy week of music, I guess. Yeah. But you know, hopefully we get some some more drops coming in the near future people really want to see but i'm gonna go ahead and you know let you get your shit off your team won the western conference finals shout out to lebron brown lakers lebron james game. and i'm always nervous like for game one with the lakers because them niggas are just the type of niggas that just love blowing it on some bullshit but we definitely got the job done today look i obviously i'm a huge kobe fan that's why I follow the Lakers. It's a family thing. I was a number one LeBron hater for sure. I'm like, fuck that nigga. He's not taking over Kobe's great game. For years. Like. Yeah, no, until he became a Laker. Like, no, that's not true. I, I started rooting for him, you know. After being down 3-1. After being down 3-1. Seriously, I, I personally, I had never seen anything like it. I don't think any of us did. At that level, at that stage, to go and pack and win the championship like that and it was the you know the one for cleveland i was like dude that like he could have retired that day and he was the goat for that for me because that takes like some crazy fucking strength and niggas talk a lot of shit go look back at that roster Kyrie was you know his number two and like even then like Kyrie didn't have any of that you know leadership experience and all that other shit so um, he deserves to be with the fucking other superstar like AD. It's his, I mean, when Shaq was on the tail end of his career, that nigga was going everywhere the top two niggas were at. Nigga went from the Celtics to 
whatever the Cleveland and got multiple rings with multiple teams. He played with LeBron in Miami. Like he went wherever he could to get that last uh, ring, and no one could say shit. LeBron James should be the MVP of this fucking year. Um, Year seventeen. He should be the MVP MVP for this year, next year, and every year that he fucking plays. Period. And I love Kobe to death. Kobe, but I mean, who like better to get the Lakers back into finals contention? Like, who else was it going to be other than LeBron James at this point? Nobody. But I, I am really proud of, like, Anthony Davis. He's a really mm. young guy. He's under 30. He's very talented. They love boxing him in as a big man. He constantly shows he's more than that. They said they took that nigga out the ghetto, and he's already in his fi- finals champion. Oh, yeah, straight up. <laughs> but I will say I am very impressed by the Miami Heat. Even, like, despite this game, the fact that they whooped on the Bucks the way they did, it put them hands on them niggas. Like, I was like, I ain't know Butler and them white boys was moving it like this. Because, obviously, it's no secret Jen's a fucking Miami Heat fan and her whole family. So, I'm the only Laker in the house. And I'm just like, I seriously, they weren't even a question that we were going to be against them. I thought, oh, Bucks or Celtics. So, to see them go as far, obviously, I want to beat them, but... I would like to see them get a game just so that they can. I mean, just so they could walk away. No one wants to get swept in the fucking finals or like, come on. Yeah. And nobody no wants, wants to watch that, watch that, shit, that either. shit either. I don't want to don't watch, don't watch three more games like this. Like, some shit will come down the wire. I'm going to be straight up. If I was Bron and Anthony Davis, I'd be slapping them niggas in the locker room like, nigga, four and out, nigga. No mercy. I need it from everybody. Like, Motherfucking Lakers, nigga. How many people are going to get COVID for the parade this year? Me, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Me, 100%. I'll be coughing like a hoe. Whatever. We on a parade, nigga. And let's get ahead of this now. The city of Los Angeles, Gavin Newsom can take his scrawny ass on TV. We will be outside for the championship. So you should just figure out a way. To organize it now, because niggas will definitely be outside that Staples Center to and fro. Like, that's 100%. It's the same year Kobe died. You're not going to get L.A. off the street. So figure out if we need more blocks to cover or where the bus is going to roll. roll, But pretty much have your mask. It's going to be absolutely nuts. It's going to be absolutely nuts. Like. How long has it been since the Lakers not only won a final, but just been to the finals? 10? 10 years. 10? Oh, but they've been to, they went to the finals in 2014. I think. I think we're only six or seven years out of the finals. Yeah, I want to say seven. Clearly, we don't know shit, but it's something like that. Either way, yeah, because Kobe's been out the league for four years. Almost four probably and a half. Seven, probably seven. Seven or eight. Either way, this, whatever. It would be super dope to see them win. And, um, like I said, huge Laker fan, so I'm fucking turned. I've actually been thinking, I'm like trying to get into fucking football. I personally, I personally, it's hard. It's hard. Like, like this sounds, sounds nuts, nuts because, because I don't watch I don't tennis, watch I don't watch hockey, I don't watch baseball, and I don't watch football because I've never played those sports. So it's like hard to like watch. 
because I'm the kind of person that like I want to know the projections on the players, stories, follow a team, who's coming, who's going, like, and so I just don't watch it to be like. As ironic as it is, even growing up playing football, like, when I was, like, young, young and kind of first started playing football, I loved watching football. I did, like, the little fantasy shit, but I, I'm i a highlight guy. Like, no shame. Give me, you know, give me the Cliff Notes version of the game. Give me the standout plays. But if you had I'm to cool. root for a team, who would you follow now? <sighs> See, that even that's a hard question to answer because I don't really – care about no teams like I have players in the league that I like but I've I've always liked the Ravens they've always just been a dope team for to me for whatever reason they always had a lot of great players that I, I liked watching and I'm a fan of Lamar Jackson so it kind of makes it easier to just see them on TV and want them to win but I'm not you know even growing up playing football like I just never got die hard into like being a fan of any particular team but I just like seeing good sports. So I, I love the highlights. Like I'm probably not gonna sit down and watch a whole tennis match. Like my dad will do that shit. He'll he'll watch a whole Serena match, do whatever. I just wanna see her slam the ball into the opponent's mouth a couple times and walk out victorious. Like but I I just like the highlights. So but football I, I do enjoy football a lot, you know, but fan wise, eh, it's whatever. But, you know, just the last <laughs> the last other poppy topic, bro. <sighs> did you or did you not watch the presidential debate? No. I highlighted it. I wasn't going to stop my two hours or whatever to watch both them niggas look stupid as fuck. I watched the clips. <laughs> Donald Trump does what he does. He does whatever the fuck he wants to do. And he was he was talking nuts. I guess because I'm like, whatever, I'm going to vote for Biden. I guess I was disappointed in him because I was just like, it, it just doesn't seem that hard to not make yourself also look as stupid as this guy. But he, but like, he like gave, gave into, into it. it. He, he was, like, was like emotionally. He was, he was and again, I know that that's harder, harder than it looks. But he just seemed like he was, he was getting bothered by everything by fucking Trump was saying. I'm like, bro, focus on the points that we need to get off. Like, talk to the people that want this fucking change. And he just got so wrapped up into what Trump was saying. Which again, like, someone's barking at you the whole time. You are gonna respond. I'm not saying that, but it's the fucking debate, nigga. Yeah, and you know. It's funny. I was actually, so I probably, however long it was, whatever, I probably saw like about an hour of it, but like in a 15 minute chunk here, then come back 10 minutes later, 20 minutes. I was literally like listening to it while I was door dashing. So it was just spotty, but I, pff, bro, like I was, I was laughing like, bro, that nigga Trump is a wild boy. That is a wild boy. That nigga literally took <laughs> Joe Biden and the moderator were like, nigga, denounce the white supremacists. That nigga told them niggas, Ayo, stand back and stand by. Like, wait for further orders. Like, bro, like, <laughs> like that type of shit is, okay, is nuts. It's nuts because the white folks that follow this nigga, and best believe, I have been seeing more flags than ever. 
the white folks that follow this nigga, they are that crazy. Like, they are that type of crazy white folk that will... Bro, that nigga was saying... <laughs> and he was, like, looking at the moderator. He was like, you, you're not going to let me respond? That nigga just... He, Biden just made a claim. Like, he, and it's like... Bro, the only... I feel like the only way to combat that nigga is literally, like... Maybe not, like, match the level of... But literally, like, just clown that nigga to his face. Like, just egg him on almost. Because that's just the type of nigga... Like, that nigga... That nigga Trump... The way... <laughs> So we're just going to, uh, you know, we're going to, uh, I'm going to build the wall and it's going to be really great and it's going to be really big and, you know, uh, yeah. And like that nigga is a sicko, bro. Like that nigga is nuts. He's nuts. I just was like, dude, my family group chat is like. <laughs> I was actually impressed by Biden. Like as dupey as he looks and sleepy Joe, but <laughs> that nigga <laughs> That nigga, I can't even repeat to you like the type of shit that he was saying. No, it's that all nigga the way he is nuts. his mouth and he looks and he swings and he's back yeah, and forth. So and Sleepy Joe, look at what Sleepy Joe is gonna do to America. Yeah, he no, he's nervous though. Oh yeah, he's nervous 100%. He's full blown telling niggas like, yo, go out to your local polling spot and watch niggas. Like. He's telling people to do some nut shit, and it's funny, like, haha, like, Trump is a wild boy, but, bro, like, people have been in the streets for the past seven months now. Seven months, we've been in the streets, and his niggas have been in the streets, too, and them niggas is strapped, you know what I mean? Like, them, them white folks is crazy, bro. Them white folks is crazy. They're nuts. Yeah, it was nuts. It was nuts. Stand by and stand back had a lot of people upset, and rightfully so. Like Van Jones was, I think that's his name. He was. Oh, that nigga's a goober too. But whatever, he still was up there. He's the goober, but he's the only nigga we have that's (laughs) as high as he is. So I was kind of happy about the stuff he was saying last night. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my kids have to watch their president, you know, speak this way and whatever. So. That was, like I said, I watched the clips when I had got back home, and I was just like, dude, like, this is the fucking president. It's funny until he's rooted back in office, and you're fucked. You're generally fucked for another four fucking years, and at that point, Biden's old ass won't be able to run again, so now you're really fucked because there is no one else that you know right now, that we know right now, that would run again for the Democrats, so... Not that the Democrats were like, Joe Biden has the answers. I see a lot of people being conflicted. Like, oh, they're both, they both said crazy stuff. No, no, they are. Like, Joe Biden, anyone can make a strong case that Joe Biden is an absolute piece of shit. And And that's fine. He just doesn't stink as much as Trump But, like, just just look at what's immediately in front of you. Like, (laughs) exactly. just look at what's immediately in front of you for right now. Because... These niggas are nuts. These white nigg, these white niggas that's in these motherfucking offices right now. But they've been there. I mean, they've all absolutely have been there from the very. But I'm just Trump's saying, just like, them unloosen their tie and get buck on TV, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, niggas, niggas is that shit is nuts. No, yeah, sicko mode shit for sure. Anyways, um, 
So I, I, I kind of just gonna ask a quick question. Um, I feel like throughout our friendship, this is stuff that we talk about a lot, but we're real big like analyzers. So it's like, yo, was this like a coincidence or like, you know, was this brought on by like what we're we're doing, even when it seems like we don't know what we're doing, right? And I think, you know, we both have a much clearer picture now, but it's still, it's obviously a continuing process, but, you know, and I guess kind of what prompted this was, you know, the news you shared with me off mic, but even earlier today, like towards the end of my shift, I got a random email and it was from somebody in, I don't know, like a staff recognition commute, whatever. But pretty much they said that somebody um, nominated uh, me for like going above and beyond like my job duties. Like I was nominated in, you know, in staff, this staff recognition that goes on on campus. Um, and I don't know, I think they might've been the only person to, to nominate me, but it was super dope. And they just wrote um, a long, you know, a, a long thing. It was actually about, it was for me uh, and my supervisor, like our unit, it's only us in the unit. And so they nominated both of us and it was just, it was super dope. Like it, it kind of made me feel good. It kind of made me feel a little bit um, like, okay, maybe the work that I am doing is like, I am on the right track. You know, mm -hmm. I've been feeling anxious a lot lately, not like in a bad way, but just like, like something, like something's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like something big is going to happen. Um, and so, you know, that's, I, Let's leave and leave it to the, like the last three years. How have things been lining up in your life that just, you know, make you look at things like, nah, like I'm actually working towards these things and they're falling in place in such a way that, you know, it could seem divine and it is divine, but it's only divine because of your effort. You know, that's kind of how I see it. But, you know, just talk about that a little bit because I think, you know, sometimes it can kind of be hard to reflect on the positive things that you're doing, you know, giving yourself credit type shit. Um, congrats. congrats. That's, That's big for y'all because y'all got a dope podcast. That's out, and you guys are like not just for young people. You got some older guests on there, and you guys are definitely pushing the envelope. I, I don't know a lot of other just jobs or programs that have. Um, a place where people can use their voice and stuff like that. So that's dope. Congrats to y'all. That's definitely a good feeling. Um, for me, I guess last three years puts me about like 2017. Um, it's really been around my career. Um, I'm the Tracy Ellis Ross and girlfriends. Like <laughs> I was going to have, I knew I was going to have like a good job, but like everything else was questionable. Like, you know what I mean? Like, for you, you, like, through your struggles, you had a kid already. Like, you, whatever, if you die tomorrow, like, your seed is out there type shit. Like, that's another big thing that could be important for people that I knew being gay wasn't going to be something that I just, like, stumbled on. Um, so I, I put a lot of my time and efforts and my feelings towards my job. Um, not even, like, on a status level, because I have a labor job, but just kind of, like, I need, I can control this like I need to secure this so um for the last even three to five years I'm obviously working with UPS and I was going to school to be a mechanic um airline mechanic and I knew that 
at UPS, it paid well. I knew I was going to get the job and stuff like that. Um, but again, seeing, like, being in the actual world is different than, like, dreaming about it and stuff. And I remember the conversation you and I had. We were, like, outside here in your uh, driveway. And I was, like, breaking down to him, like, all the numbers. And, you know, if I do, because you need, like, five years to top out no matter what position you're at. But I'm going to make a transition it'll be another five years and i'll be 30 31 by the time i make you know really good money whatever like you were just like nigga like you're gone to the stratosphere like at this point you don't even have to think about anything you're on autopilot so um for me that's been like a super relief um for other people it's love for other people it's their kids like whatever it is that gets you out the bed every day i think you need to find ways to enjoy yourself through the bullshit you know um and then also like just another big light in my life has been my partnership with jennifer um definitely has like aligned things i thought was going to come for me way further in the future or with like a lot more hard work and it kind of just like dude it's just been happening in the best way so my last even two years I have never experienced like what I'm going through right now. You know what I'm saying? And I remember, I'm sure you'll be cool with this, but I remember even us last year, um, uh, you were going through a different time cause you were still looking for a job and you know, a permanent job. And, um, you were worried about that or whatever. And you weren't in a serious relationship as far as like living with someone and you know, all that stuff. So, um, but I remember for me, it was the opposite. Like I had, I just got hired on as a mechanic, you know, um, I moved in with Jen. I got super, like, I was super happy and we were like totally on opposite stands for the first time, probably like <laughs> in our life's little thing. So, um, it kind of got hard to like communicate because it's like, you're going through something, but like, I'm going through something else. But I guess my biggest takeaway to you, like just to kind of make it full circle is like, I think we're the kind of people that even like when we're having a good time, we're still kind of like, <laughs> but when's the bad news coming? Like 1000% pessimistic first, skeptical first at the very yeah, least. And definitely skeptical when I'm having a good time. So I'm just kind of oh. like, so that was me. Like, I think on the outside looking in, everyone was like, oh, she's happy. I'm so happy for her and whatever. But I was kind of like, okay. But I was like very afraid of like losing that feeling and losing this moment. And am I losing things? because I'm enjoying this moment too much. Like I was kind of fucked up when it came to like how I felt and things that I still needed to get done. Um, and that's what 2020 has been for me this past year. It's like, even through this bullshit, like objectively or subjectively, like I've had a good year as far as my family and things I'm trying to do. And I've had good news. Have I had bad days like the rest of the world? Yes. But, um, you know, work is work. Like, your job is different because you're actually passionate about things that you're teaching or the voice that you're using, it goes to a higher purpose than just, Hey Brie, that plane needs to be in the air. Like I need you to lube it. You know what I mean? Like my shit don't have no purpose as far as just, I do maintenance on airplanes. So, um, I think when you're able to get rewarded, like for you, I guess I can imagine like, yeah, it's super confirming. Like, you know, you need that reassurance when you have jobs like that and then you're doing work like that. So 
seriously, I am really happy for you guys. I hope that um, you continue to move forward with that. But um, yeah, I mean, long story short, like I'm very, very happy right now. Um, and most importantly, I'm happy with like the work that I've put in. I definitely see room for improvement, things that I need to work on that hopefully 2021 looks, you know, different in these areas for sure. Um, but I am starting to like, just accept the fact that like you can be happy and still be working towards like a better part of yourself, you know, it doesn't have to be black or white. I think, um, no, I think that's beautifully said. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, and even when you kind of just talk about like me having like the, the passion or the, the higher, uh, whatever about the work that I'm doing. Like, I just kind of, even then, like, I just started this job in January, but shit, it wasn't until like May that I really started falling my, feeling myself like falling deeper into it, if that makes sense. Um, and, you know, working on a college campus, it, it, it has its own environment. It's extremely political. Uh, it's, it's just a lot of moving parts, like with any institution. Um, but yeah, it was dope, you know? I don't think I've ever, like, officially have been, like, nominated. I might have got, like, a fucking employee of the week, like, once upon a time at some fuck-ass job. But it was it was just totally, like, uh, unbeknownst. Like, I, I wasn't expecting it. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, that actually felt pretty good, and it was dope. Um, and, you know, I... I would say like when it comes to like the question of happiness, that's for as long as I can remember, that's always been an extremely hard question for me to answer because there's plenty, yes, that I am happy about, you know? Um, but I don't know. Sometimes I, I feel like I float into indifference a lot. And I think, it, you know, it, it could, and like you, like my mind is on my career very much too because as far as our society goes, that's what's going to afford you the space to really be who it is that you want to be. I mean, you you have to be able to afford who you want to be, whether it's a lot or a little, that's up to you to decide, but you have to afford that, you know? Um, and even the process that I've been going in professionally, like for the past three years, like I said, like when I first started working with UCR, it was like, okay, like, this is different. Like I felt like I this was like my first quote unquote professional job. Like it wasn't retail, it wasn't service, it wasn't food. Like I I had something quote unquote professional to do. So I was just like, dang, like this is different. Like people are walking around here. Like so it was just a lot to take in. And you know, it was a huge learning curve, you know, but I still managed to get uh, you know get things done, even though it was so brand new to me. Um, and even with this job, I kind of feel like I've been picking up that momentum and I've been falling deeper into it. Like I'm actually seriously now trying to think about what does grad school look like for me? Um, and those were thoughts that even a year and a half ago, like I was pushing out of my mind all the way. Like I'm not fucking with grad school, like not yet, or I can't do it, like I'm not ready. So. And just hearing things like from other people where they would tell me like, why aren't you in a, a, a graduate program? You should be trying to get your doctorate. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. The way you speak this. And you know, it's like I take it in and, it, and it's gratifying and it, and it makes me feel good. And I know 
I am working, you know what I'm saying? I am working hard. I have a lot of uh, transformative things coming in 2021. We both do. And I know I'm working towards that, you know, but I still sometimes really, I really do struggle with that. Like, like you said, not giving up on that drive and that work hard, but also like being very happy with what you've already done to allow you to be it. Like, I do struggle with that a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's something that I'm working on, you know, I feel like this year has been, it's been, it has been good for me in a lot of ways. Um, like, and it's getting better in the sense of like very me personally. Um, but it's also just, it's been really challenging, like really challenging in the sense of like, one, how I'm dealing with myself and trying to figure out like what it is that I want, um, what do I want from people in my life? What do those people want from me? Do I want to give it to them? Am I able to give it to them? Am I lacking? Am I this? Am I that? Like, it's been a real kind of like struggle with confidence almost, you know, especially, you know, just people in my life and feeling like I'm being present or also like, am I not acting on what I want? You know what I'm saying? Like maybe, I'm doing things that I don't want to do because I'm afraid to say I don't want to do it because I'm afraid of the consequences of confrontation or making that other person feel some type of way or how I think, that, you know, so it's been a struggle. But, you know, I, the news that you shared with me, you know, before, like, seriously, like, it really inspired me. Like, I, when I said I felt like I needed that, I felt like I needed that because it kind of came in the context of, like you said, I got the little nomination or whatever. And so that was dope. And just trying to be more confident and proud of the work that I am doing. And, you know, the things that you share with me, like, like it has me fucking inspired. Like I really felt like I needed that. So, That's you dope. know, yeah, 1000%. Yeah, um, and, you know, and, you know, like, Again, it goes back to that's why I'm so happy we're able to do this. Like we finally decided to do this because like you said, it gets kind of tough. Like things were happening in your life that were different than mine. And you know, it ebbs and flows. Like it, it's always going to ebb and flow, you know, but uh, it, it's a lot of comfort in the uh, knowing that it's uh, always gonna be consistent and constant. It might ebb and flow up and down, but it's always gonna be consistent. But yeah, I. You know, I just wanted to kind of let you speak on how you've been feeling, because like I said, you know, there's a lot to be optimistic about. And I'm trying to push myself to be more optimistic about those things and confident in what I'm doing. So, you know, that was dope. I really felt like I needed that. Really felt like I needed that. Yeah, we'll have to have a podcast kind of talking. I guess it scratches mental health a pinch, but just kind of like. I don't know what our everyday life looks like and mm. things that motivate us throughout the day because that is important. Um, but good, I mean, good healthy question. Like, I think that was dope. It's, I mean, I'm glad you were able to share. I was able to share. Um, like you said, we are usually pessimists, so even good news is kind of like, but are they firing okay. me next week? Like, <laughs> like, okay, nigga, they just gave you a $50 million raise, but... No benefits? Like, yeah, like, that's you know what I'm like, There's just always something. So I, you know, it, no, I, I, I do appreciate these moments, you know. No, that exactly. That's 
dude. dude. I don't know. I like I, I, I think people have had, uh, um, in general, a harder time than I have in 2020. And that's kind of like, well, that's why I signed up for the job I did because I like just clocking in and clocking out, and I don't have to think too much. I just got to make sure that, like, you know, it's a very simple task. Other people are in the sales, other people are teachers, and like, you know, you fit the job that is meant for you. So anytime that comes back and it's rewarding, it is a good feeling, and you should have it come to yours. You know, but I guess. I don't know. I, I don't guess, know, I like, guess anything, like anything, it's kind of like if you had, like, like it just it goes just both goes ways. ways. Something, something bad, bad shouldn't, like, ruin like your whole day, but I guess something good shouldn't either, you know? Like, you had a good part of your day, great. Doesn't mean that other, like, fuck shit isn't going to happen or whatever. Like, you just go through that balance. Like I said, we'll definitely have to have um, a more detailed conversation as far as, you know what pushes us what our goals are i would love to have like a five-year goal plan just because we do have shit on wax like what it would look like for us in a couple of years or a few years and you know where we expect to be at because shit we're three years away from 30. <laughs> i'm not excited not at all i'm not excited at all so what so, so, so you're 27, 27. buddha, buddha six, six. So you'll be 30 with a 10-year-old? Roughly? Roughly. Yeah. yeah that's, but, but that's not bad. That's not bad no. because when she's going through her shit, like, you'll be 35, 36. Like, it's yeah. definitely a lot easier to handle than you being 25, 26. And no, yeah. My, I mean, my mom was young. She had me at 18, so mm. we was in the trenches together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you and me too. Like G's already nine, so whatever you're able to deal with them. Seriously though, I do want to get the girls together on the pod. Oh, seriously, y'all. I don't even know how we would. Well, we would need produce to figure it. out to like, get, like some other mics or whatever. But I just would love to give them like random, like five or something random questions. And just nah, see. we might as well just sit them at these mics and we just ask them questions. Like what I tell y'all niggas, like a show. Like a show, like them two girls. <sighs> I would, like it's no secret. Obviously, we can't figure out why our mics pick up each other, but hey, there'd be we're working on it. Yeah, there'd be no way to like, you know, mute them. Like we would have to like, you know, figure it out. Maybe we can do it like on a Zoom type shit. Yeah, that might be better. But I don't know. Their energy together is good too. Like they're literally so night and day. It's hilarious. We'll have to show some clips of them. Yeah. Dancing, dancing in the phone and all that shit. Oh, like. oh my god! Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be bad by the time they in high school. It's but no, definitely. Like I said, we'll definitely be able to dive deeper into the mental health shit, the good, the bad, the ugly. But uh, we fucked. I I fucked up last week. We didn't, I didn't do shout outs. Yeah, kinda, man, show some love segment. Yeah, we always gotta show some love. Do you have anyone that off the top of your head are you ready to show some love to? I did try to go through my Instagram feed. Um, <laughs> um I'll give a shout out to Jordan Zarati. She makes cookies, she bakes. Um I just saw like her business page on there. So shout out to Jordan Zarati. Um they look like they taste good. We at the Act Right Podcast, we need a sample, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll advertise your shit. Yeah, we'll advertise your shit for a very small fee. No, shout out. Uh, I think it's called Bake Jay Z. Um, oh, maybe we'll do a review. So shout out to Jordan. Um, yeah, I think that would be that would be dope. A right? pretty dope segment to really show support, do reviews, have but so- actually contribute. You know. No, yeah, dude, we have so much plans for this podcast. Like, this is just like very raw. Us throwing up, seeing who listens, who doesn't, but. Um, whatever. We use our platform. If five niggas heard us, then y'all five niggas go get them cookies. Like y'all five niggas, <laughs> right? Straight up. What about you? Yeah. Uh. So I'ma show love to my boy Adro. Goes by Dro. Um. I used to hate that nigga in high school. We well I, on the football field. Like being that nigga used to get into it bad on the football field. And whatever. He's you know he's my nigga. But uh, he's actually he actually has his own comic book. He does like graphic arts he got a lot of merch actually he gave me one it's called dro man so pretty much it's a superhero inspired by cannabis and he's just super creative i still got it vacuum sealed like i don't even think i want to open it it was like one of his first issues so it's super dope um so definitely check him out i think it would also be smart of us to like maybe throw like links in the description or something so we can show niggas like where they're at. I still like doing the Instagram page if they have it, cause that's yeah. where niggas yeah. have the most like following, or whatever. Um, anybody else? I thought I had someone else. Roughly, I'll have to get back to that. And then also, yeah, I'll save. I'll, I have another one, but I'll save them for next week. Okay. That was the show some love segment. Well, next week, um, I'll be in Kentucky. Zoom session. So we have the video for you guys tap in, but if we don't, we'll definitely still have the audio. And um, I'm super excited in a bad way to see what the fuck is going on down there and how much like just even being in my hotel, I'm going to be involved. So I'm very excited to give you guys some of that content. Yes. And, you know, uh, obviously I want you to be safety first, but, you know, if it looks like something that you can be a part of, like, if it's some small, sh- like, it's a good feeling, you know. Um, I had the opportunity, I talked about it, you know, one of the other shows, but it's a good feeling. It's really like a, you just be feeling close to the people exactly. next to you. So super excited for that. So we should have the next two weeks some some interesting shit going on for y'all. So act right. Episode six, man. Uh, get your daily dose. We'll tap in with y'all later. Peace.